Good morning, everyone. It is June 7th, Monday, and I hope you had a blessed weekend. As usual, I am driving, driving to work here, and going over Psalm 119. Such an amazing psalm, one of my favorite chapters, and uh, we're getting through it. I think we have a couple more episodes on uh, on season 30. We're on season 30 now, and Psalm 119 will be done. <laughs> I think there'll be 21 or 22 uh, by the time we're done. And then we'll go on to season 31. But I hope it encourages you. Hope it lifts you up. Hope it, it's a good reminder to get into the Word of God, to fall in love with the Word of God, and to delight in the Word of God. It's reminded me. And I, right now in my devotion time, I'm in uh, the Gospel of Luke. And I'm in chapter 1. Going pretty slow because I love Zachariah and Elizabeth. I love how they walked blameless with the Lord, how they served the Lord, how... God spoke to them through an angel there in the temple. God spoke to Zacharias, Zacharias, and um, and even learning from his unbelief. Right? It wasn't just doubt; it was unbelief that there were repercussions. Right? You couldn't speak for six months, but but then you could. God used that experience to help and to grow them, and it's just a just an amazing picture and so much to learn uh, so much to learn in the word of God and that's that's why I love Psalm 119 right because it's all about uh, getting into the word of God and using it as a tool as a, a weapon to defend the fight the sword of the spirit it's, it's amazing so guys we are in, let's see here, Psalm 119, 153, which says, Consider my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Consider my affliction. I think God does that, right? He knows when we're in the middle of affliction. Now, um, it's not because our faith has failed, maybe in some instances, but that's not everything. Sometimes we have external circumstances that really push against us that, um, that we have to fight through and wade through in order to be refined and be strengthened. The good thing to know is that God Almighty is in our afflictions. He's with us through them. And he will see us through them. It's uh, such a comfort. But he says, for I do not forget your law. In order for us to not forget something, we have to continually remind ourselves. We go, Lord, remind me. <laughs> you know. He says in the next verse, 154, he says, Plead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your word. Plead my cause. You get my back, Lord. Revive me. And that's the, that's the thing. The Lord is for us. He's not against us. Some people are like, oh, well, God, you know, there's this, I have this trouble right now. God is against me. And they just kind of use God as a scapegoat. And they blame him for everything when it's not his fault. He's not trying to bring heartache upon his kids. He tried to bring revival and deliverance. A heart that is awake to the spiritual things. 
there's a contrast here in 155. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. You see the connection there? Salvation is far from the wicked. Why? Because they don't keep or seek your statutes. They don't look into the Word. Thus, they're wicked. They don't know about the goodness of God, the heart of God, the gospel. They don't know. I'm not saying it's not their fault. Oftentimes, they choose not to seek God in His statutes. And so they remain wicked. They don't want to hear any truth or else to bring conviction. They don't want to hear conviction. Salvation is far from the wicked. So what do we do? Disregard all of them? You're all wicked. Get out of here. No. Pray for them. Love them. Love our enemies. You're never going to hate anyone into the kingdom of God. But you can love them into the kingdom. You can love them so much that they're attracted to what God has to offer in his word. It says, Great are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Now, this again, it's, it's, his mercy is amazing. Getting what we don't deserve. Life, eternal life, you know, forgiveness. All those things that we're blessed with. And not only that, he really wanted, you know, the psalmist really wanted revival in his heart, like at this, at this moment, at this time. Why? So we'll be uplifted. So even when everything seems to be coming against us, we won't crumble, we won't fall, we won't falter, right? Revival of the heart, I mean, revival doesn't start in a huge auditorium. Revival starts in our heart, in your heart. And we ask the Lord, God, revive me. Awaken me. May our, or many are my persecutors and my enemies, yet I do not turn from your testimonies. I love that that resolve. He's like, you know what? They're, they're all coming against me. Like, everywhere I turn, like, here they are trying to take me down. But I'm going to keep your law. I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to continue to walk with you, God, no matter what. No matter what trouble comes my way, I'm already purposing in my heart to not forsake your way, your will. And it's kind of like, do we have that resolve? Do we have a mind like that? 158, he says, I see the treacherous and am disgusted because they do not keep your word. Now, I love this because it sounds like well, how this guy's mean, but he's basically just saying I'm, sin makes me sick. Like the sin of others is wickedness in the world is just heartbreaking, gross, and disgusting, and that's a good outlook to have. Because if you're like, oh, it's sin, no big deal, then you might give into it. But if you see it as, well, this is treacherous, it's horrible, it's wicked, it's disgusting, guess what? You're not going to go near it. You're not going to order something on the menu that is the grossest thing you've ever heard about, right? You're like, oh, that looks gross, I want to order that and eat it. No. <laughs> You're going to order what delights your heart, right? And and we want the same heart as God. We want to love what he loves, hate what he hates. We want to be in line with his ways, his will. We want to be... We want our hearts to be bent towards his heart, right? So in verse 159, he says, Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness. Man, 
So there's a connection there. Revival and loving kindness. God doesn't force revival, but he is so loving. He is love. And when we see and experience and really get, understand his love, man, our hearts are going to be revived. We're not going to be able to help but just praise him. His loving kindness leads us to repentance, but also to revival. And so, dig into his loving kindness, dwell in it, understand it, really seek to get God's heart for you, because he loves you so much. You're here, you're, you exist, because of God's love. That in itself should just lift up our hearts and be like, let's go, I'm living for him today. Come on. Loving kindness and revival, individual revival, they're connected. God's loving kindness will revive, rejuvenate, lift up your heart. Last verse, verse 160. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. Wow. What a statement, huh? The entirety of your word is truth. And that right there is truth. His whole word, it's complete. You guys, isn't this amazing? This astounds me once in a while, like when I think about it. We live in a day and age where we literally have the whole story of God's redemption. We have the whole thing. None of it's left out, right? Like, it's all there. We're not living in the Old Testament, not having the New. We have prophecies and things are a little bit... They're not fully complete yet. They're a little bit murky, but we kind of just like follow the Lord anyway. But we live in a time where we have the whole counsel of God, the whole word of God, the whole story. That right there should revive our hearts. That right there should lift up our souls. That right there should give us hope because we know the beginning, the middle, and the end of God's redemption, of his plan. How amazing is that? Man, we're, we're I'm, I don't even, I'm just overwhelmed right now. Like, we're so blessed. Be pleasantly overwhelmed. Let God's loving kindness revive your heart. Know that the entirety of God's word is truth. All of it. From cover to cover, from beginning to end the whole thing and so therefore dig into it learn it let it into your heart let it affect the way you talk live act react it'll change your life in a, such an amazing such an amazing way right and you got many of you know that continue on in his word guys God bless you have a good rest of your Monday talk to you tomorrow